Bill Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Colazzo, and I think as always, is Brooks Ogles. How's it going? Hey. Hey. I dare you to make this episode funny. <laughs> Y'all hear about grief? Uh, Sometimes when I tune into the comedy episode of the Fun Point podcast, and the title is Hospice, I think, I bet there's going to be jokes in this one. It's like a fun, it's like a funny Patch Adams. <laughs> God, I wish Patch Adams was here to give us some levity on this one. Uh, track number seven, Patch Adams. Uh, <laughs> Patch right. Adams, take that clown nose off your nose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this week is our Patreon pick. Uh, we are talking about Hospice by the Antlers. Mm-hmm. It's the their third studio album, which came out in 2009. Uh, American indie rock band. Mm-hmm. Remember how I said I had no idea what this was? Yeah. I, I I I was like I was close. But you, indie rock I mean, can mean anything. Like it just it just means it's it's the lead singer is a boy that you can fit in your pocket, and that's exactly <laughs> what this is. Huh? Um so yeah, this one what uh right off the bat, what'd you think of it? I mean <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I do like it. Like it. It is one of the my classic fun point take of this is a sometimes food as much music is. Uh-huh. To where anytime over the last 2 or 3 weeks that I was in a bad mood, like anytime mm-hmm. I was like grieving anything over the last couple of weeks I was like, "Oh, I finally get the meaning of hospice the antlers." Mhm. But there were t- there were times when I was like trying to do fucking bicep curls and I put on <laughs> hospice and it was it's not a good gym track. You didn't. You didn't have a bear inside your belly when you were doing this. I curls, sure did didn't. It, I was like, let's see if there's a bear inside my stomach, and I didn't. Um, for me, yeah. The first time I listened through, I was like, I don't know if I like it, right? So, but I was like, you know what? I have to do my due diligence. And you put, you put your your headphones down, and you said, "Well, I guess I'll wait three weeks and not listen again." I've done yeah. my due diligence. Yeah. Um. Because I know, especially for me, it's hard to get into something that, like, I'm new to. Even if it's really good, like, the second season of that anime, Mob Psycho 100, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, everyone says this is good, and it seems like something I, I like, so I'll watch the first episode. And I watched it, and I was like, wow, that was really good. And I just haven't watched more of it since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just hard for me to get into something, like... At, like, in our previous ones, I kind of knew, like, oh, Selena Gomez, this will be, like, a dance pop thing. Yeah. But this, I had, like, no idea. This one, I've would I only, I've only seen on, like, audio Tumblr posts from five years ago, and I didn't click it because I don't want to listen to new music. Yeah, I know the, like, album cover. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that a lot. So I listened to it the first time. I said, I don't know about that. And then after, like, the second time I listened to it, he was like, see who they are. And I was just fucking, like, whipping to it. Yeah, so, for sure. I was... I, the first time through, I was a little worried because there were very few breakdowns. There were very few double kick drums in this one. Yeah, no double, no double bass. I was, drum. I, I tried to crab walk to this one while I was playing my guitar, and I couldn't. No one said guitar, so <laughs> um, no one demanded reggae or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of out of my wheelhouse, but I, I think I like it. Like you said, it's definitely a a sometimes. Whenever thing. you're grieving, it's always good to pop into. I think. Because for me, as I think I've established on this show, I'm extremely here's to feeling good all the time. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling sad, I'll put on something like my Slap City pick that I have. Yeah, you'll put on Katrina portion. and the Waves Walking on Sunshine. And oh, yeah. I'm good now. I'm good. I got it. It's all better. Yeah. Um, but it it is it is good. I, I liked it, but I can't say that it's going to like fit into my heavy rotation or anything yeah 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 um so let's you want to get into it yeah probably right off the bat maybe we should pop just a little content warning on this one i was one. thinking that content warning for like cancer yeah it's like it's, abusive it's, it's a big metaphor about an abusive relationship like one of the songs is uh in my in in my ingenious's opinion i think about like an abortion Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of heavy stuff, particularly with regards to like emotional abuse. Yeah. So just a heads up on that. So uh, according to uh, the Almanac, Wikipedia, 
Hospice tells the story of a relationship between a hospice worker and female patients suffering from terminal bone cancer, their ensuing romance, and their slow downward spiral as a result of the woman's traumas, fears, and disease as a metaphor for an abusive relationship. Gotta so. tell you this, um, both, so both, you know, it's it's medical metaphors, it's like a person dying in a hospice ward, and it's like a relationship dying and stuff like that. The whole first time through, I didn't sort of even think that it was a metaphor at all. And I just kind of thought it was a sad medical story the whole time. Uh-huh. And it's it was a sad episode of House MD. Yeah, I thought it was all JD just sort of running around and how to save a life playing. And it's very sad. And uh-huh. and then Dr. Cox, he lightens up and he says, I actually think you're good. I thought it was one of those episodes. Yeah. And it worked I, for me. And, but then uh-huh. I, I read the, the secret words of the genius page and I realized, oh, I should really take an English class. You remember the words of subtext, and then you yeah. looked into it. I'm beginning to learn a lot about the word of subtext on this podcast. Um, I knew it, but I realized it at one point when I was like, hey, this sounds like something from earlier on the album, and that's what concept albums do. Yeah, that did happen a couple of times, and I got I did get excited on repeat listens. I said, oh, my, my brain knows what this means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start. First is, well, it's prologue. Prologue. <laughs> prologue. It's like an instrumental kind of. It's kind of hospital noises. Hospital noises. And there's this like melody that plays very kind of like sparse, which comes up again in the epilogue track. Oh, a little light motif for us. Uh, but that one, the epilogue one is more like expanded. Uh-huh. Like it's more complex. And I said, ah, I recognize this after multiple listens. Oh, thank you. So yeah, kind of, and I, anytime I see like prologue, I'm like, okay, how, like anytime, okay, what's anytime, this guy up to? Anytime an artist puts something on an album, they want you to hear it. But like, <laughs> if it's just a prologue like this, say I'm, say I'm going to listen to hospice by the antlers. I'll skip this. Yeah. I'll, 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 I mean? I'll look, I'll skip right over that. Check out what Kettering's all about. But they, they pull a fast one on you because epilogue is like a full song. Yeah. Not not that this is, and I'm being reductive, but. No, it's, no, that's genuine. That's my music experience as well. Uh-huh. I was listening to this and I know we've talked about, you're more of an album guy and I'm more of a one song per band kind of guy. Put it on a playlist, forget about the rest. Hmm. And I do, I was, you know, walking around a college campus at dusk listening to this and I, I get, this is an album that I would like to listen to all together, I think. Yeah, you, you gotta gotta. Yeah. Um, so second track, Kettering, did you know that's, that's a hospital? I, I didn't, but I, but I did when I read the page. Any, um, do you remember the funny Will Ferrell vehicle stepbrothers? Uh, hmm. Could you remind me maybe the premise of the film stepbrothers? It's Will Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and their stepbrothers. Okay. Now, is there a, uh, what kind of, what's their sleeping situation? Do they have like two normal twin beds separated or like? Yeah. In the same room. And then Will Ferrell puts his balls on his drum. Oh yeah. Now, Um, now show me how that relates to this one. At the start of the, uh, of the movie, I believe is Will Ferrell's new dad. The mom is saying like, oh, he's a, he's a doctor at Sloan Kettering or whatever. And Will Ferrell says a joke, some joke that like, he's a doctor too. And the mom's like, no, you're not. And then Will Ferrell says, yeah, it was me. It was me, Sloan Kettering and Johnny Hopkins. And we smoke that shit up every day. Okay. That's pretty good. So whenever I hear the name of Sloan Kettering or Johns Hopkins University, I think of fucking The famous places where people like die. (laughs) Die. I think of Will Ferrell toking up a huge joke. Well, you know, you got to find levity where you can find it, you know? And that's yeah. often Will Ferrell for us. We all grieve in different ways. So um, this man has a very small voice. He does. He does. <laughs> He's a very tiny man. It's a different kind of small than John Anderson of Yes. John is, uh, so John Anderson is like small but powerful. Yeah. This he one is, is, he's, John Anderson is Echo Zack 3. Yeah, this one is um, far away and piercing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like how... how you know how in, there's different jungle animals, and you know, like the the birds, it's really high pitched, but you only need to go short range, so it doesn't need to pierce the jungle's canopy. But the big lion has a loud mm. roar, and it's mm. very it's slower, but you it goes very further because it's a deep voice. This uh-huh. one's a it's a bird voice to me. Uh, for a lot of these, gotta admit, I didn't know what he was saying. Oh, hell no. (laughs) What I, so what I usually do is, um, like if there's, if we're, when we're doing research for the cast, what I usually do if I need to look up lyrics is I go to like, I look up the song, but it's on like (laughs) funlyrics.com. I don't go to genius because I don't want the like, 
the genius is there kind of influencing my take right yeah the people aren't interested in what they can go look at the genius but we we can only give the fun point sort of original takes yeah i want my kind of like pure unfiltered you know yeah i want to go to to one through two three music.net and i want to i want to see the common purple of az lyrics (laughs) and then know that i'm home but yeah, this because I cause only I'm, go to guitartabs.com for my antlers lyrics. Oh, ultimate-guitar.com. <laughs> yep. Top 100 tabs. Yeah. And learn how to play smoke on the water again. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, so this is a set. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's sad and it's slow and it's, I wish that I had known in that first minute we met. So, oh, is that Mr. Kiedis? Are you back? No, he's not. He's not coming back. Um, yeah, it's uh, like I had because I couldn't. I I knew that I was like, okay, this is very like serious and sad, and I need to know what he's saying. But I had to look up the lyrics to know for most of the songs. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, so ha- what's what's the here's where the plot begins so he's a hospice worker in this metaphor and his girlfriend is the patient with bone cancer and it's he's learning that the relationship is is doomed but he's still sticking with it because like it's it's like that sometimes in a bad relationship Mm -hmm. and you prefer the stasis to whatever the future might hold Mm -hmm. and it's it's got big mountain goat vibes right off the top, which makes sense given the uh, the, the listener who sent this in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. So this one, it's I do kind of like the first half is like all the lyrics and stuff, and then the second half, it's like hits the big. There's the first note. big music of the album after yeah. the small lyrics finish up. Yeah, the the big music comes in. Yeah. Uh, this is just me being an idiot. Yeah, like, hit me. So the other day, kind of a fun uh, analogy here. Is it was some cooking show on the Food Network, uh-huh. but the judges were like all children. Okay. And one of them got the dish and was like, I mean, this is pretty good, but I don't like eggs. So <laughs> <laughs> not not for me, Chief. And th- that was me listening to this album. Like, yes, there's a the the artists kind of like intentions and what they how they choose to represent their music. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking like, could be some more drums. Yeah, I just I don't <laughs> I don't care for the grieving about bone cancer on this one. Alright. Give me give me some give me a, a dun 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 Yeah. You know? Can we get Phil Collins in here maybe? Get just Phil get Philip Collins in here. The the sort of comic relief of music <laughs> to just do some do some drums on this one. Hey that song was about the guy who drowned, so it would be right on you know that's true. But that song was about how he didn't do anything. But this one's about doing too much. Uh-huh. You know? Damn, dude. It, it's like that sometimes. Yeah. It is. Um, You have more to say about this one? Or you no, wanna... my only other note was how it's like big drum and big vibrating instruments at the end that I don't recognize. And it, mm-hmm. sound, it sounded to me like a sad Scrubs montage, but we already sort of hit that note. So I'm good mm-hmm. on this one. Mm-hmm. The episode of Scrubs when Brendan Fraser dies is my personal hospice by the antlers. <laughs> <laughs> but th- you said that this album was a subtypes food, and for me, I love to dip into that album to that to that episode's pretty much all the time. Every day, I get up alongside Brendan Fraser. You <laughs> say, "Hey, JD, I'm your brother," and do all. There's the- not much time left, or I don't remember what happens in that episode. <laughs> uh, he says, "Do you know where we are?" And then Doctor Cox. <laughs> he says, "I've been cursed by the mummy." <laughs> The mummy's curse is upon a mento tep's curse is upon us uh-huh. once more. You have to ride the roller coaster again to save me, he says. <laughs> uh, next on here is, is this track's called Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard of Sylvia Plath? Yeah, you're sort of the Englishman here, so tell me about Ms. Plath. Uh, my favorite thing is all, in all of my earlier, like, freshman and sophomore college English level classes when some of the teacher would be like, who knows of Sylvia Plath? And it would be like all the girls and me. And I'd be like, yes, I'm a woke feminist. Yeah. You'd be, I'll tell you the her story of Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. Uh, She was a writer and wrote about the the big depressed and the bad dad. Yeah. Big bell jar. Gotta have that one. Who who famously uh, killed herself by putting her head in the oven. Right. So, which is yeah kind of a kind of a bummer that pretty much the only thing that i picked up on sylvia in terms of sylvia plath and my sort of education was 
just sort of the guys in my class sort of making fun of her sort of method of ending her life. Didn't really get around to having to read any of her books or anything, you know. Yeah, you should, you should, if you're going to do it, you have to be fucking cool like Ernest Hemingway, you know? Yeah, then maybe Streetlight Manifesto will make a, sort of give you a stanza. Sylvia Plath conveniently missing in Here's to Life, so. Right. (laughs) You're on notice, Mr. Kalnaki. (laughs) You're on thin ice. Yeah, I'll say. Um, so how's this one? Oh yeah, this one it it, it goes it's slow and it's talky, but then it's I like this one. I do. I like it too. It's it's all. I feel bad saying I like this one because it's all so upsetting. But listen, I fucking I really liked the bear song, and then I opened the genius page, and I was like, oh fuck, that's what the bear represents, huh? Fuck. Yeah, because at what point is gonna log on to fucking funny fun point yes and be like anyone else got a bear in their stomach yeah i know big same and then i logged the fuck out and deleted my account just to be safe glad i didn't do that one yeah (laughs) um i like the you know i like the chorus it's evocative because you know it's like you know let me help you even though you you might hurt me back afterwards you know you can throw the thermometer right back at me if that's what you want to do yeah just let me try to help it's good Mm mm-hmm uh, this one has a good trumpet at the end. Like a sad trumpet. How's it go? It's just kind of like... Wah! Like you can tell. Oh, it's, sing- it's singing the- Sylvia, but in trumpet voice. It's trumpet voice, yeah. It's I not do- going... <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. A moment of silence, please. Yeah. Um, um, I do like at the end, the sort of the last verse, it's like, it's like whispery. So it's... Uh, what's this dude's name? Peter Silverman. Peter mm-hmm. sort of hits us with like, you thought I was quiet before, mm-hmm. but here's, this yeah, is like his bit. actual stage whisper where it's like, Sylvia, can't you see what you are doing? Can't you see I'm scared to speak? And it's like, and it's also, it makes sense. Like, like a fucking English degree voice because like he's, he's scared and he can't share these thoughts with his, his girlfriend, but also it's very quiet. How tiny and far away can you sing? Not a baby like this. <laughs> You are like little baby. Watch this. Yeah, I'm. I'm in my car outside of the recording studio. Just hit play. Come on, <laughs> I'll do it from out here. Set the gain all the way up. It'll come in. Yeah. Um, is that it for this one? Yeah. The next song. The next song sounds fun. Oh, atrophy. Yeah, atrophy. Uh, again, this is this is kind of another like little voice, but it's like you've been living a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about living rent free in your head. As okay. The, as the teens say these days. Yeah. Um. So these are like the kind of tracks that I don't like that much. I because gotta... I know it's another thing. It's like the kid who doesn't like eggs. It's just like it's not. It right. Doesn't get me going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know if the folks over at like Song Exploder listen to this one, they could talk about it for hours. Mm. I'm just fuck. Also, there is like a big kind of ambient ambient. Either one's good. I like them both. Ambient section. Section. I'm just worried that I'm always worried I'm going to pull another fucking Super Mario, and then people are going to get on my ass about how I say that. Yeah, you hate to see it. Whatever. It's our podcast. Yeah, uh, like a big ambient section in the middle that I'm sure represents something. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like time or the relationship splitting apart or something. But I got places I know, to be. I know. I'm and I'm definitely being like a hypocrite here because anytime there's like a track on the radio like the radio version where they cut out the last like oh yeah solo yeah. or something when they, don't like, give, what the fuck? when they don't give me all 18 minutes of siberian katru i get so pissed okay first of all they don't play siberian katru on the radio well they <laughs> should and mtv should. should play videos again i the, the my main um beef is when they play uh princes when doves cry Right. On the radio. And af- as soon as, like, the second verse ends, the song's over, and they leave out all the cool shit at the end where he's like, whoa, 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 on the sick keyboard solo. Is that the song where he says, My Father Tuple? That's My Father Tuple, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. I love when they keep that part in. <laughs> that, me too. That's my favorite part. <laughs> um, so yeah, this, like, again, I, I, I feel bad making jokes, but yeah that's you know that's how I no, there's a, there's a couple i honestly i was i was quiet at the beginning because i was honestly trying to remember how this one goes mm-hmm. but i i do have like the lyrics of this are very good and evocative and there's like a thing about uh it's like the ring keeping him at the bedside because he has to be a eulogy singer or something like that it's like oh mm-hmm. fuck oof ow oof 
<laughs> Oof, Al, was, this this whole album is the fucking Selener face. Yeah, it got me with emotions juice on that one. Uh-huh. Oh, and then at the very end, he says the um the last. It's like uh, someone, oh anyone, tell me how to stop this. And it's exactly it's the way that you would that he says, don't let, ever let anyone at the end. And that part's good. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a mo- it's a motif. It's that concept album shit we were just talking about. It's that Deltron shit. It's Deltron. It's Del- just like Deltron album. And the antlers perfected it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oof. You want to talk uh, about the the, the famous song of Bear? Let's let's get to the fun song of Bear. This has got to be like the single off the album, though, right? Because I think this is the yeah. one that I saw getting passed around on Tungle back in the day. And I remember the first time I heard it, heard this, I was like, "Ooh, we're too old." Yeah, we're not old. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I fucking I pulled up the Discord and I was like, "Anybody else too old, but not old at all?" And then click the words and it's like oh oof uh so bear is i was like oh there's there's a bear inside your stomach i thought it was like, a metaphor okay. for communism like okay, but no it kind it kind of turns out it's it's a metaphor for abortion on this one yeah uh ooh. yeah and it's like and it's not the choice isn't because you know we're not scared of making caves or finding food for him to eat it's not like uh, a a choice where it's like not like we're not ready it's like we yeah. don't want to we can't do this because it's it's scary for what it means to our doomed relationship and yeah. we'll be connected forever if that yeah. happens yeah we're too old oh, we're not old, old. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're you sit in front of snowy television suitcase on the floor is it like is it because you're leaving or because that's the like is that's like the hospital bag that you had packed that now like you're mm. haunted by Pre- yeah, it makes you think. Right before the chorus, huh? You're just gonna put that line right before, right before the fun hook. Yeah, and all the, all the while I know we're fucked and not getting unfucked. Yeah. We're not old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold choice from Peter here. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's a, it, it is like it's of course like this. It's the song that I kept going back to, and I was just like, oh, I only have time to listen to a little bit of music. I'm just gonna pop mm. on Bear. There is another one. It's I forget which one it is. Um, but the part when he's like. Daddy was an asshole. He built the gears in your head or whatever. Yeah. This one and that one, I'm like, ooh, this slaps. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that one's near the end, because I, I think that might be, like, the literally, like, where the relationship's over, or the metaphor, mm-hmm. the patient dies. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you learn that, like, other perspectives. And this all bears repeat. Yeah, yeah that's the one. The fucking dabbing to that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is one of, the, uh, I think that's two. But the bear and two are my favorite songs. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, that's the halfway point. Yeah. You want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah. Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones. You just have your favorite album about just like the saddest possible shit, just Mm -hmm. sort of beginning to end, just sadness and grief. And you want your two your two favorite comedy boys to talk about it? Then stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So at five dollars a month, you can. You can, as we're doing right now, request an album. Ooh. Sorry to interrupt, but what flavor? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a new year, new me, so this is a pure okay. La Croix. Uh, it's just pure carbonated water, none of even those essential oils in there. It's just That's the cool. pure shit. I am shit. drinking, I went out earlier to, my dad, uh, Papa C. Yeah. Um, the other day, he was like, hey, would you like some money? And I said, God, please, more <laughs> yeah, than anything. Sure. So he sent me that, so I, I treated myself a little bit. I went out to... Uh, Harvest Coffee Roastery in Medford, New Jersey. Very good. I got their single origin. Now, see, I thought because we were uh, a little pre-pro, a little behind the curtain. Um, we were talking for a minute, waiting for, uh, waiting for Kim to to be in the room, and um, I heard her voice, and then I heard you sip, which made me think that Kim had delivered oh, to no, you not some sort time. of bubble tea device. I, I prepared but, this. I, okay. I did my uh, pour over technique. Oh, I, I, as we know, I I grind. Yeah, my I really grinds beans my beans just thinking about it. And I made myself <laughs> saying about it, and I do a nice pour over cup of yeah. coffee, and I say, "Time to get sick." I say, mm, "You know what I need anyway. for this album? A nice stimulant to get like my heart <laughs> yeah, racing yeah. and getting ready to dance." I like the taste. What can I do? Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> grief, delicious. Uh, at five dollars a month, you can request an album for Fun Point. You can also send in a message that we'll read. Just make sure it's not like an essay. Yeah. Um. And there's a special user every are at the five dollar tier. Uh, this week's five dollar, our newest five dollar patron, 
their Patreon name is Single Payer Sonic Empreg. Pretty good. <laughs> so thank you for your generous. Donation. I think they're gonna fit in just fine. Yeah, thank you for joining the family. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, and at ten dollars a month, you get all that plus special user status in Discord. And uh, I'll make a funny wrestler out of you in a uh, Fire Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's other stuff like uh, me and Kim's podcast, Carry Me Home, where we watch and rank once a month. We watch and rank a Jim Carrey movie. Um, right next to me now, because it wasn't available on any streaming services, I have a physical DVD copy of Batman Forever. No shit. Which will be this month's uh, funny Carrie movie. I I made Kim go to the library and pick it up. I was like, and oh. She walked through uh, the door and they were like, we'd already told you on the phone. There's no number 23 or man on the moon here. Go on, I get. Just, I just want to see, like, just the, like, librarian checking her out, just bringing up a history of Kim's checkouts. And it's like, why is the only thing you rent from here DVDs of old Jim Carrey? Right. I'm sure there was, like, there were years where it's like, oh, I'm going to, maybe I'll dip into Wuthering Heights. And then it was just, there was a hard stop and it was only Jim Carrey movies now. Yeah. Began with the number 23 and haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that this month. Uh, if you're a Batman. It's also, we did just pass Mr. Carey's birthday. If you, uh, the easy way to remember it is January 17th is Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman's birthday. Makes you think about it. Spooky. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. Joker, boys. Lincoln, and Kennedy had his secretaries with their different names. Uh, so. Did you see, can I tell you that Jim Carrey, uh, I, I am not an awards fan, but Kim is and had the Golden Globes on. And Jim Carrey had a funny joke on it. He was there. Oh yeah, did he like? He was, uh, did he was he... nominated for his his show Kidding for best oh, okay. comedy. Did he roast the the president or something? He didn't roast the president, but the host they made a funny joke about Jim Carrey being here and how he's famous for his art, you know, like his drawing. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. they were like, "Oh, Jim Carrey, why are you sitting in the movie section? Like, you should be in the TV section, right?" Um, for uh, Kidding, and then Jim Carrey said, "Wait, uh, I was just in a movie called Sonic the Hedgehog." Pretty good. So pretty good. <laughs> A lot of pretty good Sonic content so far. Yeah. So, wasn't expecting this one to be a Sonic-heavy episode. But, yeah. You know, gotta go where the winds take you. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash post. Thank you. Uh, next track on here is 13. It's just a little, and I, at this point when I was doing my notes, I was like, well, if this is a joke light episode, we can, here's a, here's a joke that uh, Peter put in for us, which like, he put some of the numbers of the songs in the wrong place, which is kind of fun. You know, it's a good goof. It's you think that it's track six. six, but it's called thirteen. You know, mm-hmm. he got you there. He so, what's this song about? Uh, this song is from, I believe, the patient's point of view. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we have a different vocalist. We have different vocalist, uh, and she's saying like, "Pull me out! Can't you stop all this from happening?" Right. Uh, yeah. It, it starts out with the full, the full like cool down after Bear, like literally, like it's just like three minutes of yeah, like Bear goes like getting straight slower. into this one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it. This is like it's past the midpoint at this point, so we're kind of transitioning to the end of the album and finally get yeah, her kind of point of view. I guess it's when you flip over the record and you think, okay, sad A was side A was pretty sad. That's why I call it sad A. And mm-hmm. then you flip it over and then. Do you think, oh, maybe 13 and 2 will be good? And then mm-hmm. it is, but it's also sad. Um, The one point she's like, can you stop all this from happening, close the doors and keep them out? Yeah. Obviously, my life experience is nothing compared to what's on this album. Right. So, but I wa- I'd like to know if anyone else in their life has ever had like an extended hospital stay. Right. For some reason, just being there for like a really long time. And I was just like fucking pissed all the time. I, you know, it's a bad place. Like, even though I know, like, they're helping me and, like, making my health better, just being there puts you in such a, like, miserable yeah, state. Yeah, I don't like to be dad, out of... I don't my like... dad would come to visit, and I'd be like, what do you want? Get out of here! And my dad <laughs> is, like, the greatest man to ever Yeah. Like. So, I, don't I mean, I don't even like being out of the house for, like, things that I like to do. Yeah. You know? So, if I'm, like, if I'm riding a roller coaster for two days, I don't like that. So if I'm just sort of sitting in a white room without my PlayStation for several days, I'm not going to like that shit at all. I did have my, uh, I believe, Ninten- at the time, Nintendo DS to keep me company. Oh, that's fun. Do you so. maybe a Super Mario 64 DS? You can maybe play as Wario or something? I, be- I believe I was playing uh, the Ace Attorney series at the time. Oh, okay. The yeah. Um, the next track is called Two. Which you, I've, I've heard tell that uh, you, you like. You've heard that I like this one. 
Yeah. Now that's interesting to me because my first line or my first note is that it kind of has Fleetwood vibes at the beginning to me. Okay. I didn't pick up on that, but I mean, it's just because again, I'm, I'm sort of the, the, the Fleetwood noob around these parts, but it's, it's got sort of the, you know, I don't want to know the re, you know, it's like a, it's got a lot of like okay, fun, yeah, I just fast words. Like the acoustic guitar kind of like, I know, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I I can understand the words, like it's a kind of a quick tempo. It's, it's the most Fleetwood song on here, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. It is. A lot of people are, are on the forums that are arguing over which one is the most Fleetwood. And I think it's this one. Fleetwood most is this one. Yeah, Fleetwood most. It's two because it's uh, Lindsay and Stevie. That's the two. Yeah, I did a dream. It was more like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, that's dude. I love the front bottoms. That was a great impression. <laughs> you are my peach. You are, you my, are plum. my plum. I and this all bears repeating. Eighty-seven pounds. In- <laughs> um, this is better than the front. <laughs> <laughs> that is. We were also off the air. We were like, we were just like talking about like, yeah, one day we're gonna have a last episode. It's probably gonna be the front bottom. <laughs> That's it. We're just gonna. It's like, just gonna end up like uh-huh. I'm gonna assign you the front bottoms, and then we're gonna show up two weeks later, and you're just gonna be like, "Brooks, I don't want to do this anymore." That's <laughs> gonna be it. I remember because I remember when I don't know how popular they are now, but when like everyone was talking about the front bottoms, mm-hmm. I was like, "I should probably try this out." And it was the biggest like this ain't it, chief of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's how I it's. I I was I guess I was I was young enough to sort of catch the wave, but I imagine it's probably similar to how I felt the first time I listened to the the famous funny band of I think Hobo Johnson is that what I it's was called? just about to say I feel like that that's the new one and I saw he, that yeah like millennials either. the millennials got the front bottoms but Gen Z has Hobo Johnson I saw that there is a man or a group known as Hobo Johnson and I said I know this is not for me <laughs> yeah just po- I just popped into their tiny desk concert real quick and you know listen music's what you make it it's subjective it's da da it's a toilet in a museum whatever you want it to be uh-huh. didn't care for it maybe they couldn't yeah uh the TikTok song is good though the about hit or miss. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my favorite Hobo Johnson song is, <laughs> you got a boyfriend, I bet he doesn't kiss ya. It's bad. <laughs> Couldn't keep that ruse up. It's really bad, but in terms of the songs that I've had stuck in my head over the last two months, mm-hmm. uh, that's probably number two, and number one is the, the rap song where the guy sounds like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. I I thought that would those were the same song. No, <laughs> I, was, I thought it was like a hidden verse I didn't know about. No, the fucking hit or miss song. It's like a fucking hit piece on like Mia Khalifa for some reason. I don't yeah, know. I'm I'm I in don't. the second half of my twenties. I can't keep oh, up on I, that shit I, anymore. I, yeah, I'm too. I don't know who that person. is. I just heard Sicko Mode for the first time. Like I'm really. I wish Drake wasn't on it. Yeah, it's really he's only in it for like two seconds, but that's it's enough to make it bad. And also just, like, saying that you're going sicko mode is really funny to me. It's really funny, and I I thought I would like it ironically, and then the, the thing where it was like, burr, 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 mm-hmm. came on, and I was like, oh, it it's like good unironically. three different beats in that song. Yeah, that it's, shit goes off. it's pretty good. <laughs> but I also like the song where the guy who sounds like Sheen is like, you was waiting, I was chasing, stopping yeah. at the store, Gucci bracelet. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's, it did the hit or miss thing where I thought it was funny at I, first, and then I, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's good, though. I remember you like reblogged it on Tumblr. Uh-huh. And then I remember wanting to go hear it again, so I went back to your Tumblr to find it. And I also the, the kind of brainworm I've had when you have that song is yeah. you reblogged one of the Captcha comics. <laughs> the McLurphy one? <laughs> McLurphy necessary. <laughs> it is necessary. Thank you, so, thank you so much for donating to our show. It's so McAlurphy necessary is my cellar door. <laughs> yeah, McAlurphy. So fucking funny. <laughs> That's like, ah, uh, there's there's a couple really good capture comics, but they're not Ma- even coming to me right now. Match your don't is like Yeah, match fun. your don't was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just Google, like, capture comics or whatever, and you'll find I love McAlurphy necessary. <laughs> yeah, this one, this is where we learn that the, the, the disease is terminal and that it's ending. 
and it's the relationship and it's also the sort of disease. And this is where we learn about the history of the, the, the trauma from the girlfriend's fathers. And he built the gears in her head. Like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, want to go to the next one? I do just real quick before we lose. So mm-hmm. I got to point out that there's a little bit of beastie boys rhyming in this one. Where? Just the, you know, the, the, you know, you know, the beastie boy rhyme. We've talked about this before. Uh-huh. So it's it's just it tore there's... apart the cannon running down your femur, and I thought it was beautiful that made me a believer. Like yes, that. yes. <laughs> so it's just like there's no slant rhymes in this song. So it's then they stuck you in machines. You came so close to dying. They should have listened. I thought that you were lying. Lying. Like it's it's really like the first time listening to it, I was like, I know what they're going to say. Yeah. And then I did, and it was like a fun Beastie Boys. But then I listened but to the lyrics, of, and it was less I fun. feel like for, for throughout the album, there isn't that much standard rhyme, so maybe he just packed it all into this one. It does seem like a lot of the lyrics, because it's just, it's like five minutes of, I don't want to know the reasons why, except it's about, mm-hmm. like, bone cancer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's it. Next, I don't know, because Shiva is, like, the Hindu god or something. So I don't know if this is pronounced Shiva, uh-huh. Ju- Jewish section of... uh. He got family. Please reach out. I'm very. I'm. I have a very small s- subsection of my family that's Jewish, so right. I don't know anything about actual Jewish culture. But uh, genius tells me it's the Jewish tradition where, upon the death of first degree relatives, families mourn for seven days. Mm. So that's what this is about. Good and this is the point in the album where the the patient has passed away. Right. So yeah, and uh, it Lufa. starts. It starts out with some like like old modest mouse whale call sounds like i don't know the the instrument again but it's like it's it sounds like humpback whale calls uh-huh and then it's just like yeah it's like hey anybody know that feeling of like when you're lying in a partner you used to lay in once and that haunting feeling mm-hmm. music it's bad y'all also- know that feel when you rediscover how to sleep alone on this here comedy podcast <laughs> uh and there's the one line that's like my femur was breaking in half, but that was the other thing about like her cancer. Mm. There's a part about that big bone. Yeah, on her so. femur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I I do on this one. So do you have the genius page up on this? Uh, I do now. So there's. Could you just scroll down to verse three, and we'll just sort of go through this one together. Mm-hmm. So after the femur, there's the sensation with scissors and too much to scream. So instead, I just started to laugh. Okay, I clicked it. Yeah. See yeah, 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 yeah. Is this like, this is kind of like how stand users are drawn to each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you and, so on. what we're bringing up here is that on that line, you click the annotation and one contributor said, emotional pain so intense, it just makes you go insane. Followed by a picture of the funny joke. The famous that. killing joke where he loves to laugh. Um because that's the only thing that, like, if you're very upset and you, like, start to laugh, you're the Joker now. You're the Joker now. You're the Joker now. If you Sometimes like, all you can do is laugh. Anytime you have any un- unconven- unconventional response to stress, congratulations, you're Heath Ledger now, and you're the Joker. I wouldn't know what to do if I laughed. Mm. That's my Joker impression. Yeah. Sometimes I really need to it's see about... the other Batman. Can you imagine watching The Dark Knight? No! <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I-, I need to go and watch the Bane one. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. Little Fingers in it. I know Little Fingers in it, and Tom Hardy does the funny voice. He's yeah. like, I was born in a darkness, or whatever, but... Yeah, and he, and he interrupts him, and he goes, it. you're a big guy, and it's for you. You know, it's funny. It's a meme. Yeah. But, um, man, Tom Hardy, Venom, he's back. Venom! The goop. I just, I can't imagine... Because, like, when I'm, when I'm trying to find, like, you know, Facebook Joker posts, mm-hmm. I occasionally, I have to figure out like whether something is a real like if the joker actually said you know save boys who respect girls very few left or whatever very few left, yeah and it's i just i can't i can't conceive of watching heath ledger say like you know i'm gonna do a magic trick at this point uh-huh um maybe it was like a week or two ago but that movie 10 things i hate about you was on yeah he's good in that He's good in that, but the whole time I was watching, I was like, "That guy would later become the Joker." Yeah, this is a, the pre-twisted. Fi- this is yeah, the yeah. this is a pruder film of before he became twisted. Yeah, before he was so twisted. <laughs> um, this is the sad, sad one. Like, yeah, 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 this is the sad song on the album. Let's go to Wake. Let's go to Wake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. 
funny joker post that says don't let anyone tell you you deserve that yeah oh yeah that's that is a good part i do like this song Uh uh-huh um so yeah just just some like advice like don't speak with someone's tooth yeah don't bargain when you're weak don't take that sharp abuse don't some patients can't be saved but that burden's not on you yeah it's not some words for the wise and then uh hiding on the back streets voice don't let anyone ever tell you you deserve that a bunch of Mm -hmm. times on the back streets on the back, on the back streets. Tell you, you deserve that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, you know, it's called awake. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's you're dealing, awake. you're dealing with yeah. it after a breakup, and you just want to draw the blinds and chill, and die. But mm-hmm. eventually, you have to like get rid of her stuff, and the hardest thing is letting people in. Mm-hmm. And then he learns to do that, and then he says, I'm letting people in. He does at the end. He does, yeah. Yeah. He's got the keys. He's got the keys. And mm-hmm. he'll uh, draw your bath and he'll load your gun, but he hopes so bad that you'll bathe and hunt, he says. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I like this one. It has a big crescendo on it, and it's mm-hmm. it's nice. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. can't... It's... Oh, yeah. We. Um, my last note for the song was like, I can't imagine seeing this band in concert like going to you know the antlers being like hey we're gonna go do a hospice tour and we're gonna play the whole album which they are back. doing right but i was like oh but this part would be really cool and then the fucking fun point bump is real uh-huh. Uh-huh. because th- three days ago the antlers just announced that they're going on a fucking tour so if there are any like uh late kind of early to mid 2000s bands that you want to go on tour and perform a whole album just send it in and yeah. they'll give them the fun point bump, and then they'll go play the whole thing right at your house. Yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, do you want to go to Epilogue? Yeah, let's go to Epilogue. Guess what? It's it's sad. It's sad. And this one, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a bad dream, and recovery is not linear. And, you mm-hmm. know, every time after a breakup or something sad, every, you wake up every now and then, and every day you have to wake up and realize you're in the new reality now instead of the dream one. Here's the the catchy chorus. You're screaming and cursing and angry and hurting me, and then smiling and crying, apologizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing all of them. Your little finger voice, do every possible thing at once. Every possible aspect of this relationship at all possible times. (laughs) Um, Uh, And I do, far be it from me to be sort of critical of the songwriting, I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. But um, so on Wikipedia, you can find all of these songs have uh, liner notes that have alternate titles for all of the songs. So like mm-hmm. Kettering is like Bedside Manor. That's like the other one. Mm-hmm. But so this one's like Epilogue. And I like that one a lot better than the alternate alternate title, which is just Sylvia Alive in Nightmares. And that's just sort of saying what the song is. Yeah, it was just really sort of hitting that one on the head. I'm glad they went with Epilogue rather than... Yeah, okay kind of the more my song that's a metaphor about a bad dream where my girlfriend and i are still together yeah kind of you know the subtlety hammer on that yeah we yeah listen if you're gonna do subtext nine out of ten times you gotta do a ten out of ten yeah exactly uh i also do like the alternate title for bear which is children become their parents become their children i like bear better you know yeah bear yeah good call good call on that one um so is that uh you're screaming. <laughs> he's on a boat that's slowly drifting. Yeah, he's away. on a single ice flow, and they're like, "Peter, we're yeah. done. We're <laughs> done. Stop singing." Apologizing. Yeah, he's gigantic, Larry. <laughs> hey guys, I saved the day. I hope you have been fantastically saddened. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you you deserve that. <laughs> he would say that. He would. He would. Thank you, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody listening to this in the future, we used to do a D&D podcast. It's called Fantastic Satisfaction, and it's done, and you can go listen to that if you want. You can go listen to all the entirety of it on iTunes or your... We did it so long ago that I made a Harambe joke in it, so you can just pop in there. you did, huh? Yeah, and then I... Capsule. Yeah, I popped out. I remember remember exactly saying that and then being like, ah, man, immediately dated this podcast, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's fine. We all make mistakes. Yeah, we learn. Um, Yeah. So that's this one. I mean, we kind of went over it at the at the start of the show, uh-huh. but I think I think it's good. It's not my thing, but I yeah. I, I like appreciate. No, it. listen, picture, Pitchfork gave it eight point five stars out of ten. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
I think it, it accomplishes what it sets out to do. Uh-huh. Which is make, which is make me sad. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I think, uh, thank you for sending us in. Thank you for making me listen to something I normally wouldn't have. Right. And I, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe sometimes I'll be in a bad, in a bad mood and open up my fucking poisoned fun point Spotify. That's only shit that other people make me listen to at this point. Uh-huh. And I might be, well, well, I could listen to Hang 'em High for the hundredth time this week, or I could listen to Paul Robeson for the hundredth time this week. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a bad mood. Maybe I'll pop into Bear real quick. <laughs> just, just taking a quick check in with Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I what's first? Slap City. Slap City on this one. All right, I believe you're up first this week. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, so with so we've sort of established sort of a precedent where uh, listener picks. It's sort of Calvin Ball. Mm. yeah yeah all right cool sir permission to be on my bullshit then <laughs> permission granted okay great um so my pick is going to be uh peace sign by kenshi yonezu uh, Hell yes! which you might know as one of the openings to boku no hero academia Hell yeah, dude! It's so good. I've been listening to it all week just to make sure that it's slap city worthy, and it is. Is which one is that? Uh, uh, yep, 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 yep. And it's the part. It's the part where um where Ida runs really fast, and it's like da 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 dun 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 da 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 da. It's so good. Yeah, another a song. I, another song I know phonetically, but not the actual. Yeah, one. and I don't want to try uh, with the sort exactly. of phonetics. Yeah, that's a fucking pick, dude. It's so good. Uh, mine is uh pretty pretty stupid. <laughs> uh, but Cor- so like Cor- I, basketball. Uh, I'm like the, no the I, it's the second or third op and it fucking slaps, dude. Oh okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm not actually picking that. Uh, I am, it's funny because this is even somewhat adjacent Ooh. because uh, there is the word doctor in the title. Okay. It's... But as I mentioned previously, I'm here's to feeling good all the time. So I wanted to kind Smoke of weed a, every day, a happy kind of upbeat pick to kind of count to kind of balance. Life's all about balance. So I'm picking Dr. Jones by Aqua. Right? It's good. Uh, oh, man, I'm looking at the lyrics and I like it. Who you may famously know, uh, the group who created the hit the, single Barbie, Barbie Girl. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, this one, Yippee-I-Yo, yippee That is what the lyrics are telling me. And then I, it, the guy's voice is so funny. Baby, I am missing you. Like, that's just how Oh, he's got the Barbie Girl voice. He does. The come on, Barbie, let's go party voice. Yeah. And I hope you miss me too. Uh, yeah, this one slaps, dude. <laughs> I like this one, too, because if you think about it, um, I'm finishing up my coursework soon, and then it's just a couple of uh, short years. Um, Sirius Jones mm-hmm. will be a doctor. So there you go. Something you to go. think about. Something to makes you predict think. for the future. Um, let's check in with the uh, correspondence. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, for this album, not a lot of people wanted to send in jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. We uh, this so uh, funpointcast at gmail dot com and Tumblr, I believe. Uh, anonymous asked this one: Hey, fellas, no funny questions for me this week because this album is a sad one. But here's a more general music question: This one's this is a two parter. Okay. What was your favorite album or song from 2018? This made me realize how like little new music I listen to. Yeah, dude. Um, off the top of my head is probably the Polyphia album, New Levels, New Devils, who, which I, uh, I believe I put on Slap City. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I know them from group. Slap City. From Slap City. That album is really good. So that's, I guess that would Damn be Damn it. Mine. There's like, 
so fun point's been really good for me mostly <laughs> mm-hmm. in terms of expanding my horizons but that also means that anytime anybody i like releases music i'm like i'm not fucking listening to that i have fucking my chemical mm-hmm. romance to listen to yeah so like i don't even know like what came out this year but i was just gonna be like oh i haven't gotten a chance to listen to like fucking danny brown atrocity exhibition yet and i looked it up and that came out in 2016 uh-huh yep <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like yeah like earl sweatshirt released an album didn't get to listen to that one yet joyce manor did didn't li- listen to that one I yet listen to the new joyce manor yeah so like fucking to be continued yeah i'll let you know when i, when I listen to an album from 2018 uh, part two of this question says, also, which hand on the hospice cover would Yoshikage Kira fuck a sandwich with? Sorry, bye. <laughs> don't, don't apologize. Uh, I'm guessing the, the, so there's like two hands over one another. Right, and they're and clapping. I'm guessing, and I'm, they're clapping for us. <laughs> it's good album, good job. And I'm guessing it would be the bottom one, because the top one has like the hospital bracelet on it. Right. And I, Yoshikage That's Yuya's Kira, hand. That's the, and Yoshikage Kira, I feel like, would want a perfect, like, pristine, untouched hand. Yeah, and look at, it's got, like, great, uh, like, cuticles, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, you, yeah. Yeah, so it, it'd probably be, it'd probably be, it's very smooth, there's less sort of lines on it. Mm-hmm. Man, I miss Kira, dude. <laughs> Me too. Uh, did you, did you watch this week's JoJo yet? No, I didn't, but I everybody's, it, go ahead. I watched it twice, it's so good. Yeah? Yes. Now we can we can save the rest for the anime podcast. We'll we save do. it. We'll just, save it. just. Do you like Pesci more now? Because everybody's saying I, you like Pesci more now. I appreciate. I hate to look at him, but he had some g- good character development. Okay, I'll see. I still don't like to look at him. Okay. <laughs> um. So, with all that out of the way, I believe it is uh, time for my pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of thinking of giving you a choose your own adventure on this one. Okay, so which sort of subset of New Jersey we're traveling to? We're actually not in New Jersey at all. Oh. Uh, so there is one album. I don't believe you listen to either of these bands. Okay. One, I feel like, is a genre you're familiar with uh-huh. and may appreciate more. But it won't necessarily... I mean, maybe there'll be a new band you like, but in terms of expanding your musical horizon. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, the podcaster's dilemma on this one. Uh, the other one is something you're definitely not familiar with, but I feel like kind of, you know how I kind of threw you deep into the prog with the S. Yeah. Um, I feel like later on in the fun point, we may be visiting some, hey, Kim. Hey, guys. We may be visiting some metal albums. Yeah. And this may be kind of a good introduction to that. I got to tell you, I think I might need an introduction to metal before you sort of throw me in the deep end. Yeah, so... Are there either of these you're kind of leaning towards? Would you rather kind of like expand the horizons starting now or kind of play it safe and we're going to get to both of them eventually. Right. Yeah. I gave you my fucking Deltron gambit. We've gotten to my middle choice was blood sugar, sex magic and the, the, the fun one we haven't gotten to yet. Uh huh. So I mean, let me ask you this. If I was to, if I was to pick one of them or is there any one of them that you'd be like, Oh man. No, because I like both of them. That's true that you do like both of these albums. Here's my... So I'm sort of... I'm preparing my next couple of picks, and I'm... I don't want to burn all of my, like, safe shit right away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I made you listen to the the the, the, the Bad Chili Men last week, and I... I don't want it to just be sort of a a, a constant sort of drop. I want to be able to pull you back in in case you start to not like the music that I give you. So if that's the case, I think you should go with the more out there pick. Yeah, I think maybe a, you know, we're not safe point. We're fun point. Yeah. So I feel like if anything, I can kind of lean back on that other one and be like, I think Brooks will like this one more. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with that one. Uh, Let me give you my uh, introduction to this one. Okay. Uh, This is the third studio album of this Swedish rock band. Okay. Well, let me see if, uh, huh. Coheed and Cambria is American, so it's not them. They are. Um, it was generally well-received, placing on several music publications list of the best heavy metal albums of the year and winning best hard rock slash metal album at the 2015 Grammys Awards. Okay. <laughs> so. Hey, man, don't know any of those bands. 
uh okay well uh have I, do you think i've heard of them i've talked about them before okay if you're just at a loss i'll, I'll just give it to you okay, uh what does it start with fun the radio letter? yeah g G- uh, I- you've heard you actually have heard one of their songs before yeah is it yeah. on guitar hero or tony hawk it's on slap city uh fucking come on spotify Pull, come through this must be great for the listeners i love it dude so it's <laughs> i put goldfinger on there it's not goldfinger oh it's the fucking band you like ghosts it's the band i like called oh, no, this one band that i know you holy shit uh two weeks from now we will be listening to ghosts meliora okay uh so you don't hey don't let your mom hear this one oh yeah uh they like devil shit so i see one of their top songs is known is like faith but that's probably not a religious one no and that's on the that's on their new album oh uh ghost last album came out last year it's pretty good oh cool um but yeah, this is from a few years ago. This uh, one, this one has something called Mummy Dust on this, it. This album has a track called Mummy Dust. And <laughs> dude, this is so fucking Devil Church. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? That's if you asked me at age eleven to name a heavy metal album, I'd be like, yeah, let me hit you with Devil Church. Devil Church, and also Deus and Absentia is very good. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this okay. So there's a little on Spotify. There's Meliora. I don't know if it's Meliora or Meliora, Latin side of to fun point. Please reach out. Yeah. Um, but there is like deluxe version. Okay. The deluxe version has a track called Square Hammer on it. Okay. Which is their one of their best songs. <laughs> okay. The, now I just pulled that up, and uh-huh. it seems like they become religious at the end of that. They did. Because it goes from I Believe to Missionary Man to the final track, so, which is just called Bible. So all of those are covers. Everything after... So on that, we're listening up to Square Hammer. Okay. And if you can, watch the video for Square Hammer. Okay. Because I, I know they're very theatrical. Yeah, and they they theatrical wear, like, face outfits. Finn Balor makeup and, like... Uh-huh. Yeah. So, just warn, there's some devil shit on here. Okay. But it's fun okay yeah yeah that's what you and i mean i I like the the rocky erickson cover if you have ghosts i like that mm-hmm. so yeah i um, bet it all sounds exactly like that Ghosts. it's hard it's like people say they're a metal band but they're like not really like there's some he- heavy parts but like their last album has like fucking like dance tracks and shit on it okay so you know it's kind of like saying that undertale is just an rpg that is a lot like what people say about Undertale, and it's not you know, true. But there's so much. There's so much more than you that, don't you know? have to kill in it. You know, you don't have to. Something you can just turn on Mummy Dust. <laughs> yeah, when you do the genocide run and you kill Papyrus, that song starts playing. <laughs> Mummy Dust plays. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about uh, Ghost in two weeks. Yeah, and we'll try to. I'm probably gonna have to talk about the Sons of the Heart because their masks do look like that. Unfortunately, masks are really cool though. Yeah, they are pretty good. I remember one time I was like, hey, Kim, look at this cool band called Ghost. And she was like, oh, like Slipknot? And I said, no. And you said, cool. And then you continued listening. I, I said, no, Slipknot's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have heard uh, that. So, oh, uh, yeah. Ghost in a couple weeks. Ghost. We'll see you then. Let's do it. Join us next week for uh, Yaddy Yaddy Boys, where we talk about JoJo. Yeah. Hey, I don't think we talk about this on air, but Game of Thrones comes back April 14th. Yeah, it sure does, huh? Yeah, we should have mentioned that on the air. Here. Yeah. Yeah, just a few short weeks away if you think about it. I don't like to. Did you know that, like, at the end of, like, I don't know exactly when your semester ends, but pretty much, like, when your semester ends, you're going to, big air quotes, know the ending of A Song of Ice and Fire? I won't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eternal sunshine it, Adam. No, you're, you're gonna know which, if either John or Danny dies sacrificing for each other and win the big chair blow. Those are gonna be the two things that you know, and everybody. But what's Hodor's name? What the fuck is Hodor? They're going to be like, the first episode is going to be Samwell being like, hmm, I wonder if Dragonfire explode the Iron Throne. Hmm. hmm it's weird. probably too strong. And every episode is going to be two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's going to be two and a half hours long. 
Mm-hmm. I can't believe we made it through this album without me sort of re- referencing the Baratheons at all because it's the Antlers. And this is a very Stannis album, if you think about it. It's a lot like Stannis and Proudwing, really. If you think about it, it really is. Except maybe not because it's more of a good relationship between Stannis and... It's more like Stannis and Robert. Yeah, it's more yeah, like yeah, Stannis yeah. and Robert. Yeah, it's more like Stannis and Robert. Yeah. And Proudwing is the doctor that's like, listen, it's over. It's Yeah, that's it. There you go. Um... So yeah, two weeks from now, Ghost Miliara, listen in. It's good. I like it. Yeah, we're gonna um, and maybe gonna we'll move into some lighter territory with Mummy Dust on this one. Some kind of just like devil shit. Yeah, to kind of cool down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see you in Devil Church next week. Yeah, well, depending on how demonic it is, For maybe maybe we'll pop maybe we'll pop over and rock the universe after the cleanser palette. That's I as soon as I thought of doing this one i was like i know brooks is gonna fucking counterattack with some rocky universe shit <laughs> you know i didn't have a plan but we'll see how it goes we have a whole it's month kind of delivery said, said everything balanced you know yeah it's the sip um, it's good give me some reggae give me some reggae it's super funny thanks for funny. bye bye